0: The following program is produced by the Tech Talk Radio Network.
1: All right, people, take out your notebooks and pencils and slide rules. You're listening to Tech Talk Radio with true geeks. And by the way, I'm Dee Snyder,
0: and I'm a geek, too. Welcome to another episode of Tech Talk Radio. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Sean DeWeird.
2: I'm Broadway, and I'm Amanda.
0: And uh, Justin is out today on assignment once again. Is he on the golf course again? I think he's trying out the those new bomb. But what is Bontastic? What are those cl- bomb tech, bomb tech clubs that he got? He's missing out because there's so much tech that happened this week. I kept thinking to myself, wait a minute. He wanted to talk about the human, uh, the human project that was going on. So we're not going to talk about that. But he's missing out on all this other cool stuff. I mean, we've got Amanda. Amanda just bought herself or orders herself a new laptop who hasn't you haven't gotten it yet, have you?
2: No, it's but they're so cool. Like, yeah, I they're they the company is just awesome. Like they called me right away after we ordered it. So see, I don't yeah. I
0: say so. Let me tell you. So Amanda sends me a note she's like, What do you think of this? And I'm like, I've never heard of this company. And she's like, they've been around a long time, and I'm thinking Oh, well, maybe they're selling a branded laptop, you know, like, you know, you can buy them. There's no labels. They put their own labels on them. And she's like, no, apparently this company has been around making laptops and they get pretty good marks, pretty good reviews. You did some research.
2: Yeah. Since 1985, like when I was a baby or little kid.
0: Thanks. Rub um, it in. <laughs> rub sorry. it in, kid.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't born yet. So, Wait,
1: so, what year did she say? 85. 85. I'm
3: done.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, this company, I was looking, okay. So let me, let me back up a little bit. I'm looking for a laptop that is not too heavy, right. And Mm -hmm. not too light, but is could be gaming based. If I wanted to Twitch stream, I could stream. And also if I wanted to, you know, take it out and go work, you know, remotely, I could do that. Yeah. And then I, you know, I wanted something robust enough that was going to um, gonna add up. And then after some conversations, looking at Tech Talk Radio, talking to a few friends, I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to go away from the core, you know, the Intel this time. I think I'm going to do the, at the AMD. So I found a really great uh, company called Sager. I think that's how you say it, S-A-G-E-R, Notebook Computers. And apparently they work one-on-one with gamers. They're a consumer computer. You kind of customize whatever you want to specifications. So I ended up getting a really good deal, I thought, for what I got. Um, But yeah, they they were really cool. And they're based out of the city of industry here in um, California. So um, the guy is really nice. He said, you know, if there's anything that you need, just give me a call, email me, whatever, and it'll be there in five to seven days. So I'm kind of in a holding pattern right now. To so you, 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 order,
0: you order this and they actually call you and say, hey, thanks for your order. Uh, that's pretty good customer service.
2: Oh my God. I was floored. It was really cool. They had great customer service. Um, so if anybody's looking for, you know, a great computer, um, it has you know, some customizations and things like extra, you know, terabyte hard drives and removable hard drives and things like that. And now is this one um, of those, is this
0: one of those laptops that you could put dual hard drives in? Because I mean, yes. I like that. I love that idea.
2: Yes. Yeah. Wow. And it actually has like the removable part. I, I, my husband a- actually added like an extra component to it or something um, like a, a extra terabyte hard drive. Not that I'm going to need it, but if I do end up streaming or, you know, doing anything or having a lot of data, which I love taking pictures and stuff, right. um, I can, you know, just put it on there and not have to worry about the performance, not have to worry about the space. So it's kind of going to be my primary computer, whereas this one is like, I'm running off of like an i3 right now. <laughs> well,
0: you know, It's, it's, <laughs> it's so,
2: it's so cr- but, crazy
0: because let's face it, there has always been a confusion when it comes to like laptops. Here you are, you're searching for them, you're trying to buy them. It's like you either buy a laptop that, oh, I can run Word And I can get online, I can go to Google, I can open Google Documents, or you get one that I want to game on this, I want to be able to play some of the coolest games, I want to be able to play, you know, uh, uh, Call of Duty, I want to be able to play Minecraft, I want to do, you know, graphics, and the difference in price, you know, was like $300 versus $2,000, but there was like no middle ground, and... You know, being able to uh, being able to pick your components gives you the ability to find that middle ground and get a good price as well.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I like I said, this was the one place that I looked a a girlfriend of mine had said, look, I got one of these and this is what I got and um, check it out. And I thought, oh, I don't know. I don't know about, you know, a company. So hopefully, you know, I'll get it next week um, or sometime this week. Right. And um, I can do an unboxing. So that'd be kind oh, of Oh, that cool.
0: would be cool. I like that. Now, what? Uh, real quick, what processor did you? You went AMD, right?
2: I did. I went AMD. Yeah. Wow. I got the AMD Ryzen 9 3900. Oh, cool. So, <laughs> yeah. So I was able to get that. Okay. Okay, big girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah,
0: because a lot I of people, a ta- yeah. lot of people are talking can about 3700. Okay. Yeah. Oh,
1: I, I just ordered a new gaming PC. I thought I was gonna be able to flaunt a little bit and I'm the first one to say I did it. I went to AMD, but no, you took my thunder today. <laughs> you did it and too. And I didn't get the thirty nine hundred. I can't
2: afford that one. I got the thirty seven hundred.
0: <laughs> well, you know, and... you know
2: the price difference, it was worth it. Like it was worth going up a little bit more. I mean it was maybe a hundred dollars more for that one than the other one. Right. So
1: Well the difference yeah. for me was the, the what was in stock. Because everybody's been building PCs. I, I have yeah. a gaming laptop already, so um, that was my problem: was finding okay. I want to go AMD. Forget Intel because all the Intel are overpriced right now. And competitively with the gaming world, AMD has really Andy from where me and you came from. AMD has long passed that problem we had. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was I was told period. If you want to have an overclocking capable Gaming device, go with the AMD, and sure enough, that's a great. I mean, you got one in a laptop with a thirty nine hundred. I'm yeah. assuming you got you in a twenty sixty. Um, uh, twenty seventy.
2: Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> <Even>? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. See, like that's why I went with this because I'm like, wait a minute, this some, this this laptop has everything and then some that I don't necessarily need right now, but down the line might need. Right, so. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, and
1: went, went everywhere I went except for I went with the 2060 Super instead of the 2070 because the clock difference for the cost wasn't worth it for me. Um, with Broadway, for
0: our listeners who don't know the 2060 versus 2070, we know the processor uh, with the Ryzen 9. What what does that 2060 relate to? What is that product?
1: Um, that product is NVIDIA chipset. So for those of you that have only been Intel your whole life, they they most of their chips have built in graphics or gpus most of them uh but nowadays to be able to get competitively with price they have to drop the internal gpu uh amd doesn't have gpus in it they're straight cpus with no graphic processor cores built in Uh, they do have some of the the ryzen 9 does have a model with it in but it's not worth it because you're really you really want to you know, it's the same price as the Intel. And if, if, I, if I'm going to spend that much, I'll just go Intel. 2060 and 2070, the difference would be basically about 100 bucks. Um, but your clock is only like 40 hertz, if that. So I was like, eh, for the bang for the buck, I was going to wait for the 2080. 2080s are sitting at 700 at the cheap end Ooh. and 1200 at the high end oh yeah but they're wow. getting ready to release the 3000 series so
2: like that's how it works you know i i, I don't know i'm excited so hopefully so I'll give, give it us a price
1: that. give us a price range without nailing exactly what uh,
2: uh, about a little bit over two two thousand
0: about two grand oh, yeah, girlfriend. yeah. Oh, well she, she went
1: high and end i got a
2: lot it. of extra things on it too
0: did you get a
1: 17 inch or a 15 inch
2: Uh, I got the 15 because I have extra monitors, so I didn't really need the the bigger piece. So, but then it also had like a 32 gigabyte dual channel, and then I got the extra hard drive.
0: Whoa! Uh, Now, how much memory on that?
2: uh, I'm looking at 32 gigabyte dual channel.
1: Whoa! What's the number after that? Right? Yeah. What's the next? What's the next number after that? Oh,
2: uh, 3200 megahertz.
1: Okay, so the fast speeds right now are 4600. Yeah. But the 3200 is plenty fast for that processor mm-hmm. No, i, I would have went with a 3600 if it wasn't much more but if they offer that to you like if they're still saying because 3200s in stock 3600 is hard to find in stock yeah that's uh, what it was yeah that's, i'm sure
2: of it now
0: yeah, but you're
1: uh, not
2: missing much
0: i noticed uh, you had sent me a picture and it had like a case does it come with that case nice little carrying no, case
2: no that was my girlfriend's computer a friend oh, of mine okay. and um she had bought a case with it but you know i have that big box discount so
0: Oh, there you go. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's gonna, always good to find. Now, Broadway, you you were looking to rebuild. This week, you had reached out to all of us, and we were all kind of giving you the opinions, especially when it came to yep. Intel. And I know when you mentioned that Intel's prices on their processors are pretty, like, out there. Sean, you were shaking your head yes. And, you know, we've kind of seen their prices of their processors go way up. Um, you were going to go with desktop. Did you decide to go with the laptop instead? no no, because you're still going to go with the desktop
1: i i bought a um so i was going to wait i I want to wait so we could do the show on it um and talk about the product because once i finish this build you guys are gonna be like oh my gosh let's just say Mm. this i just put everything that she's asked or she has in a laptop into the smallest form factor desktop that i can build
0: smallest form factor like what like an ace pc
1: like, well, not, not not a micro, but, well, it's uh, it's considered a, a mini ITX case.
0: Really? All right. Do you remember the shuttles? Uh-huh. Remember shuttles when they had theirs? I still have yep. my case. I yep. just don't have a power supply. Do you? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) But I I mean,
1: I would have encouraged, I wish I would have known you were going that crazy with laptops because, um, yeah, I just looked at the competitor that I'll tell you about and I'm sure you did too and you saw the prices of exactly Uh what you, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to,
0: I'm sorry. Oh, you're one of those. You're one of those. Oh. Well, I mean, in all honesty, I mean, we know that there's people doing sales
1: right now with pre-built laptops and there's also a lot of gaming PC that are um, making, um, good money or making good offers for decent money on great machines. I was just not, I came this close to buying a pre-built machine just because nothing was in stock. Right. And so I should have my stuff this week. I'll build my PC. So hopefully by next week we might have something like can show.
0: Now, um, would you recommend And Amanda? I know you're probably going to want to try this too. Bench test. Do you have a preference, Sean? I know you've done bench tests before. Do you have like a preference when it comes to that?
3: Um, I typically just do benching on the CPU Z. Um, when I get it, um, I don't, I don't stress my machines. I don't overclock. I don't do any of the stuff that like Justin or Broadway or Amanda might do. Um, but I always run my mind through a, uh, a CPU benchmark of some sort and at least get an idea of what, where I'm at competitively. Mm-hmm. Um, cause the last, so you guys are have all upgraded your machines to new. I'm still running on the first motherboard that I ever built on my own, and it's a it's a it's an ASUS um, M37 something, um, and I bought it in 2009. Uh, since then, I've upgraded I components. You,
1: what
3: you, I, oh, I've got I've, you, got, I've got much old I've got much older than that.
1: I got you be I'm still running. A, I'm still running an old MSI. With the with like my memory is twenty three hundred megahertz if even that level. You've upgraded it. I'm running a j I'm running an NVIDIA five fifty TX because my seven seventy died last week when y'all were making fun of me and I threw the mouse <laughs> through the wall. So you talk about, oh, I'm still running this same old motherboard. Come on. I I your Notre Dame. I'm,
3: so I'm running a motherboard from 2009, and right. I've upgraded over the years and I I think the most recent one I did was I upgraded the processor from an i5 to uh an i7 880 which allowed me to go from 8 gig to 16 right because the i5 didn't support it only supported 8 gig and then i bought Justin's 1070 off him when he sold it and went up to the 2070 or whatever the 2080 or whatever he has um and uh that's the only the really big upgrades i've done so i'm running i think i'm running a solid machine that's going to last me a while um the thing i wish i had my motherboard had was USB three because there's no USB three on this board.
0: Can you add a port? So, uh, can you add a I'm, card?
3: I'm considering buying a card for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I definitely recommend that. If, if you can, if you can buy the add-in cards, if you have the slots yeah. available. Do it.
3: Cause... Yeah. I, I do have the slots available. So
0: yeah, I, uh, I did something this week that would like, mm, I did. Have you ever done this? So you reach reaching into your laptop bag and I have my laptop bag on a table. And as I was grabbing the, uh, the Western digital, removable external drive it kind of bounced out of my hand and it fell flat like flat on the concrete I mean I heard it smack and you all you do is just just stare at it and you go well that's it for that thing that's not gonna work so well, as,
3: long, as long as it's not running typically you should be fine well
0: you know I, I, I took it and I plugged it into my uh, USB 2.0 slot that I have on on the system and it just sat there forever never opening up. So I uh I just put it away. I said, "Okay, I'm I'm just, I'm going to have to end up, you know, drilling this and throwing it away and then uh put it aside." Well, the other night I was just sitting there and I thought, "Hmm." And I don't know if this makes a difference, but I had it, I plugged it into the USB 3 slot. Once you know it powered up. It 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 powered up and opened up. And it allowed me to look at the files, and I was able to, okay, I have, I have that one, I have that one. So I was basically doing a backup. There was one directory I was having a little issue with, and that was a photo directory, because I just got so many in there. But I ended up then going ahead and opening them one by one and doing it, and I was able to get it. But uh, a buddy of mine told me, and I don't know what you guys think of it, after a fall like that, after not having it boot up right away, that I should probably shouldn't use the drive. That I should probably just get what I need off of it as much as I can. And just chuck it because I'm going to run into problems down the line. Is zero Do you guys know of a way that I might be able to use this?
3: Well, I mean, it's a it's it's a mechanical drive. So once it's damaged, if 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 you're off by a nanometer or a nano whatever, yeah. it's going to cause issues, right? The needle is so finite that any little bit of offsetting is going to cause issues. So that's hmm. why being shockproof and things and taking shocks like that is so detrimental to hard drives
0: yeah it was like it, at did least it, a drop from about five feet so
1: did it lock the head
0: n- well no because i'm able to access it it's just for but some reason just, it wouldn't power up right away on the usb2 on usb3 i can i can get it to power up and i don't know what the difference is why
1: i think it's because the head's froze it's it's the spindles got like he said if the spindle's off at all it, right. it could cause that that motor to kick to not. Do you hear any kind of tick, 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 like? No. Does it make noises before no, it starts just, spinning?
0: just the whirring. You know, the the regular. Uh, yeah. wh- I'm whirring and it's whirring.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So that it might like yeah, like he said, the spindle's probably off a of hair. Yeah, and the hair makes a big difference inside that head.
2: And it's and crazy. Nothing you can do to like protect it from if it, from a fall. Is there anything like, you could put it in to protect it if there was a fall? That's why well, we have yeah. SSDs.
0: Yeah, Um, and you know, I have, the thing is I have an SSD, a one terabyte in my, and I carry it in my laptop bag. I just never use it because, see, when I connect to the computer at work, it's a, you guys are going to laugh. It's a Windows XP machine. So for some reason, this drive worked better with the computer at work than another drive I had that had issues trying to connect. So, um, yeah, so, and, and I could never do the SSD drive with it because they insist on still having a Windows XP machine, so I'm gonna have to come up with some kind of solution because what I ended up having to do was moving files one by one onto little a little flash drive and doing it that way.
1: I have a solution for you. We'll talk about it after the break, and if it, if this works for you, we'll find it. All but right. I, I know of something that will work.
0: All right, oh, cool. I, I like that. Uh, big news this week. I'm pretty excited about it. Microsoft finally, and I, you know what? I'm, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. I said it. But I said, it. I told Sean, I said, August and right. Do you remember that, Sean? I yeah, said, I, think- I believed you. And you said, no, I think it'd be more like November.
3: But I, th- I thought, well, so I could see it going either way. I could see it being ready for the holiday season, but I could see it being ready for when kids go back to school and mm. they are going to be at home. So maybe they did have a future date for the holiday. But now with all the pandemic, they might have tried to push it towards when people are going to be going back to school, but not right. Right. And with the announcement of a lot of sports being canceled for the fall season, I could see a lot of people wanting to immerse themselves in some sort of game. And I think this is going to be a good one.
0: Yeah. This is a Microsoft flight simulator 2020. Uh, they've been talking about it for about a, what, a, about a two years now, maybe it, it, oh, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. You know, they've kind of abandoned it, uh, when their their last version came out, and it was kind of like, no, they're not putting out another flight, sim. X-Plane ended up doing really good. And then we started to see, like, yeah, we're playing around with some graphics. And then we started to see, oh, here's some gameplay. And it was like, what are the the graphics look so amazing on this thing. I cannot I cannot wait to give it a spin. But what I don't understand, they're gonna have three different versions. They're gonna have a standard version. They're going to have a deluxe version, and they're going to have a premiere version. But we've been told that Flight Sim 2020 was going to include every airport in the world and uh, countless airplanes. But now what they're doing is they're saying, no, if you want more airplanes, you'll have to get the deluxe version. If you want even more than that, you have to get the premiere version.
3: Well, they're not wrong. If you buy the premier version, you're going to get everything. Yeah. So they technically didn't lie to you.
0: That's going to be what? Hundred and something dollars,
3: hundred. I think it's 119 bucks.
0: I'll still do it. I
3: mean, I want, I want to play this. I've already pre ordered it, so it's fine. Did you pre order today? Yeah,
1: yeah. He works at a Catholic college,
0: doesn't
1: he? He's allowed to get away with the technicality.
0: Now, are you going to, okay? So, this new flight sim is going to be amazing. Are you going to get the throttle joystick, like Thrustmaster? Is going to be putting together something special for this. I know.
3: No, I don't. I think I'll still just play with the keyboard mouse. I, I've never, I, I, anytime I've played Flight Sim, I've just, I enjoy flying. I don't feel that I need to get immersed into it. I've always used a, either a controller or the, you, you know, the keyboard mouse setup. Back in the day when I was playing like Jet Fighter 2. Oh,
0: gosh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember you know, that. I
3: had, a, I had a really crappy joystick that worked and stuff. Um, but I know Justin's super big into it, uh, and I'm sure he'll he'll invest some money into...
0: Well, he already has that Tech controller, yeah. which is a little dusty.
1: <laughs> I, I have the original Thrustmaster, like you, like we, from right. the original version, and I have the two-piece assembly somewhere in a box. But it's got so much junk on it, I don't even know if it'd still work.
0: Well, Microsoft, do you remember for a while they had the Sidewinder 2, which was cool, because yeah. the, then it had force feedback.
1: I, I have one of those still. I still have one of
0: those. Do you still have it with the force feedback, too?
1: Yes. Oh, that yes. was so
0: much fun. Cause you, but, you,
1: but you have to have a serial connection for
0: it. Do you? I think I had mine on a USB. It
1: has. Oh, mine had a serial and the USB. Oh, you have kidding the original, me. The, no, I have the original version.
0: Oh, I remember. Because Sidewinder 2 is the one I had. And I remember, it, so you'd be landing your plane... And all of a sudden, your your joystick would start it starts vibrating because you were on like yeah, gravel. It's,
1: it's in one hand. It's, it's like doing this number with it.
0: Now, Amanda, do you, you get into these fly sims at all?
2: She's too young. I've She's too nev- young no. to I've never played those. Like honestly, <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, I'm. She doesn't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> no, I've seen them. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, there? I'm not that. I'm not that string chicken anymore. Who, the what? Who so are the Wright brothers? Oh,
1: those are the people that have been flying. Don't worry about it. Hey, hey, hey,
2: hey. No, no, I was an Atari girl. I had the joystick.
0: I know that uh, Xbox, it's going to be available for Xbox, but yeah. the initial release is going to be for the PC, and I think a lot of people are going to be buying this one. Uh, and this is this is going to be a great title, get re kind of re-energized. There was a guy I saw on one of the uh, message boards, they were talking about Flight Simulator 2020 from Microsoft, and his comment was, I never, and it, I mean, it was one of those comments you go, oh, here's some negative Nancy, right? And his comment was, I never got into flight sims. I felt they were so boring, but I can't wait to get my hands on this one. So, you know, and I think that's the general consensus people, especially when they've seen the graphics, the trailer is out now. If you want to take a look at the trailer for it, showing the the different uh, lighting effects, the different scenery. Uh, and now like, say, uh, say you get it and, Say I want to fly. Say I want to fly and visit Amanda and her husband, right? I can take off from Marana Airport. It will look like I'm taking off from Marana Airport, and I can land at Ontario Airport, which you know is out not that far from me. And it'll look like I'm flying in over the ten. You know that. Do you have <laughs> that same approach? You'll see cars move in, and you can see individual homes from from what I've been told. the The map layout of this is just absolutely amazing.
3: And it's going to be using also. It's going to be using real time
0: weather real time weather so if really? it's raining and storming outside using, that's what you're going to get they're
1: using, that's they're using their microsoft their maps technology by the way uh, yeah.
0: wow that is really cool yeah i'm looking forward to that if you want to go all out you can buy a cockpit for i think they go for what 10 grand 10 uh, they're like a pr- oh, uh,
3: you can you can go you can go, you you can go yeah you can go cheap or you can go insane there's really there's no middle ground 60,
1: there's one for 60 that has the full
3: um,
0: oh the gimbal that you
1: closed and all that? Yeah. yeah. No, no, you actually crawl in, it closed the door behind you, and yeah, it's That's like sixty grand. Some it was on one of the I'll try to find it. I'll show oh, you. Wow. This. Yeah, six cows voice.
3: So I just looked it up. All right. When do you think the last full version of Flight Simulator was released? In honestly.
1: 2016.
0: No. I honestly believe No, oh, no, no. No, I honestly believe it was two thousand. Nope. When was it?
3: 2010. Two thousand six was 2006. Flight Simulator X. All right. That was the last full version. Then they launched it for on um, they launched a Steam edition, but I don't know what the difference is between that and just when Flight their X. They put it the Steam platform. Yeah. Yeah, that's I can only imagine that's no different, but
0: Wow, I can't wait. Uh it's been think... fifteen years. Wow. So Amanda, uh last week we talked a little bit about uh the fact that you were doing a lot with education and some Minecraft. Has there been anything that's developed in this last couple of weeks that you were yeah. like excited about.
2: There's been some new stuff. We just um had released a esports edition of Minecraft Edu for students that are younger than 13, so students can um go on Minecraft and play like an esports edition, which is like a challenge. And they also released something that's called like a 3D print or model type activity. So basically, what you can do is you can go into the creative world with the team of of two teams like a yellow team and a green team you get placed on the team wherever you're standing it teleports you to a into a world they have several worlds that are already created the students go and do a challenge and then the teacher can actually export the file of whatever they've created and turn it into a 3D model
0: oh wow that's kind of cool i like that that's cool yeah she got the unicorns on her headphones so she's got yes, the Steel Series Art, Artist Seven. Yes, yes,
2: I modified them a little.
1: And I and I begged her to make me some chicken ones.
0: So she so go you chickens nice. since you're a chicken farmer. She,
1: said, she I, I'm not an official chicken farmer. I'm an owner of a <laughs> bunch of chickens. It's a big difference. All right. I'm losing money, Andy. Not making it. I'm losing <laughs> the advance. So it's okay. All right, we'll she, try to get you
2: chickens. So it's not,
0: it sounds good. It sounds like they're really progressing and finding ways that Minecraft. Would you have ever thought when Minecraft came out that this would be something used in education? No? You
2: know, I, I used to think like a lot of people do. Like, it's just a game. What can kids do? You know, kind of thing. And and my perspective in the last few years, probably since 2016, has just 180 Like, I can totally see why kids are using this. I can see why educators would use this. And they have really stepped up their game. And, and I'm excited to show teachers... Uh, Globally, I mean, I have a friend in Ireland and I sent him a file on on Twitter and he's like, I got my kid's station set up already and tweeted me back the picture. And I'm like, this is awesome.
0: That is great. Uh, Sean, you were shaking your head too. Like this is a big surprise to you as well.
2: I
3: I mean, it it came out as an eight bit game back in, I don't even, it's been forever. I don't even remember when it came out and it was a fun game. You dug, you built some stuff. But then you started to see just how creative people could be in this game, and people were building these complex circuits with redstone, and people are building active—like, somebody built a calculator, or somebody built functioning hard drives within—I mean, the things you can do with this game are just—people took the game, and they broke it for the better. Mm-hmm. There's a reason Microsoft paid a lot of money for for Minecraft when they bought it from Mojang. From, wow. from What's really awesome videos.
2: is like you can, like I as an educator or you guys, if you have an educator account, anybody that has an educator account and joins the the Minecraft community page, you can create content like lessons that teachers can download the pack and have their students play.
0: Wow. And they're so like, learning while I they're doing it. I can
2: create a lesson and stick it up there and somebody else can use it. And it's all different subject matters.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. That is super cool. Broadway, you you bought something, and you showed us a box a little while ago, uh, and you were going to open that up for us and, and show us what you got.
1: The only reason I'm showing this is because um, my wife still owns a computer company. I'm retired, but she wanted a new desktop workstation that was very small that could mount behind the monitor or out of the way completely mm. that had wireless SSD, you know, all the things that you need just to be able to do Microsoft Office, Word, Excel, all, all the basics for for Office admin stuff. This product is capable of running a Windows – it runs Windows 10 Pro and or Home. Um, and it also can run Microsoft Office 365, no hindrance, no harm. So
0: cool. here we go. All right.
1: Let me – All do right. A little thing here.
0: And this is – from what company is this from? Lenovo. Lenovo. Okay. I, I have a Lenovo so, Legion laptop and I love it.
1: So I'm going to go ahead and pull out the biggest part of this. All right. Which
0: now for our radio listeners, I, I don't even, oh. you can take a look at the video. it be up on our website at techtalkradio.com. All right. So
1: this is the biggest part. This is the keyboard.
0: Wow. Okay. And he's opening up a, another piece here. What is that? It looks like a battery. That's the PC. Oh, that's Are nice. You
2: serious? <laughs>
0: wow that is an entire pc
2: it's like the size of my cell phone
0: exactly look at
2: that that is pretty cool
1: when i gave you all the specs you thought i was kidding about why this is such a great deal
2: wow it is a
1: full non-moving part fanless just heat sinks and ssd
0: and it, look and at it the has, connections. How about, what, tell us about the connections on that.
1: So it has two, it has uh, four USB ports. It has a display port and two Type-C ports. Plus it has an, uh, a, a two gigabit, I'm sorry, a uh, 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 one gigabit Ethernet adapter on the back.
0: Can you upgrade the hard drive And in that?
1: wireless. Uh, you cannot because the hard drive, well, wait a second. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes, the hard drive can be upgraded. It's the memory that's soldered onto the mm, motherboard.
0: Got it. I hate the fact they're doing that now.
1: Well, I'm okay with it though because I mean, look at this. I mean, you can't, guys. This is, I mean, my hand. Like it's literally
3: the size of. Yeah. My hand. The the benefit to soldered uh, memory on the motherboard is the space. You're you're removing so much space. You don't think that a couple millimeters of height makes a difference, but it does. When you're for, when you're take when you're adding so many components into a small space, space matters.
0: It does. Uh, this is, I think, like this is the one I have, and I'm showing this on the camera now. This is the Ace PC, which is a mm-hmm. full functioning, you know, computer. Yours has more connectors on it because I only have two USB threes. Uh, you actually have on yours. Uh, I, have a, a US, I have a I have a I have uh, a USB C on it too. So. You've got that as well.
1: Yeah, I have I have four USB-3s, two USB-Cs. I have a mic, or I'm sorry, a full-functioning uh, media port oh, nice. on the front as well. Um, yeah, and I mean, it even has a, a key lock or a chain lock capable for it. So if you mount it behind the monitor and you want to lock it up in commercial environments. So when I my thing about this was that I was excited about this, was not only the footprint, the unit itself, it's, it's going to mount behind the monitor. So they sell this little piece that holds not only the power supply but holds this standing upright like this.
0: And how much? you want to tell us about that?
1: Uh, right now, Lenovo is, and I'm not, I'm not selling Lenovo products here uh, in a, any f- official capacity. But Lenovo is doing some Black Friday and Cyber Monday and all those type of sales during the month of July. <laughs> <laughs> You I think have, you should have got a new uh, phone instead. It, so yeah. you like know, I should have got, got a new phone. Sorry, guys. I just muted it.
0: Your, few, um, your phone um, does sound like Adam it's March. ill.
1: <laughs> it, 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 uh, it is ill. Um, but the, the, it was the form factor and the fact that you can literally just mount this thing behind the monitor. Forget about it. And it comes with wireless and Ethernet and all the ports that you need. This. Is... I muted you. <laughs> It's muted <laughs> obviously not now
0: this <laughs> somebody really wants I'm sorry. to reach you uh
1: it's, it's my old buddy i hope he's okay
0: all right now and this is uh this is great for retail isn't it i mean this would be something that in a retail environment they'd have a computer set up
1: so the fact that you have type c port on this it's unlimited now right this could be a media center for a home this could be uh yeah. pos mm-hmm. this could be um uh, uh what am i trying to say uh something out out in a remote you could put this in a box out in the middle of a shop floor all by itself as long as it's got you know a little bit of air hole or whatever and you now have a full functioning computer out in the middle of nowhere that doesn't require much the wireless range in this thing is phenomenal so it's five gigahertz up
0: now, the only thing you need for that, really, is a monitor, but you can actually use a television screen as your monitor because it's got HMI out on that, correct?
1: I, I can use my phone. What? If I want to. How? How? Because it has the Type-C connector. Nowadays, they have two-way Type-C adapters, i.e. C to C. So not only could I say, oh, be a display if you download the, like, the proper software, but any kind of, like, even with my um, tablet, Right. Right. You can sit here and say, I want to, I want to, I want to use my tablet as my display. You, as long as you have the right software, you can accept the input as a display from the,
0: I had no idea you could do that. That's pretty cool. Now where, where there's do, a
1: lot of things out there.
0: What now? Where, where do our listeners go? If they want to get their hands on something like this,
1: lenovo.com and then look on the low, uh, in the right hand side up on the screen and you'll see it say cyber Monday. If you're going, um, or by then, by the time this, the listeners hear this, it will have some type of red for sale thing on the far right, uh, because they're doing it the whole month of July. Um, but it's 3.99 right now, 3.99. That's not bad. I paid 4.15 with tax. So for an i5 8th eighth, eighth gen series, I know it's not an i7, but this is more than enough power. I mean, plenty of power to do whatever you. I mean, in this form factor, you can't get much more power.
3: And the normal I just, price, I just looked it up, 12.49. What? Ooh, Are you kidding me?
0: Really? 68% discount. Wow. Dang. Oh, that's pretty good. That's not bad. Look at him. Look at that grin that he has on his face. Now he's told
2: you so, right?
1: It was supposed supposed to be ordered. It was supposed to be delivered in another week, and then we actually already got them today. Oh, that's cool. So they told us it wouldn't come until the end of the month, and here they are. I mean, so that means they have them in stock. They're trying to blow them out. Hey, if you're looking for some deals, and I hated the fact that Amanda already paid all that money for hers, but they're blowing out their gaming laptops too, especially with the AMD uh, Ryzen 7 and 9, and both of their laptops are under $1,300. What? And it comes with a 1 terabyte SSD, 16 gigs of 3,600 RAM.
0: Well, I bought my and, and my Legion, I bought for the, the one that I have from uh, Lenovo. I think uh, that was like 650 bucks, and it's a, it's a gaming yeah. laptop, and I just got a yeah. killer deal. At uh at that store where they all wear blue. <laughs> I'm just
1: I'm, I'm, hey, I'm just saying that I will the only gaming laptops I've ever owned have been Asus laptops and Yeah. I my Asus yeah. laptop as I just realized, is ten years old and yet yeah. it's still my streaming machine. It's what I stream off of. It's what I use all the time.
3: I I love app. the I love the uh Asus Republic of gaming laptop that I have. It's yep. it's been a workhorse since I bought it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I have the and
1: you, have my, you have the model right above my Right, you. I have the 55, and you have the
3: 75.
1: Yeah, 75. The two yeah. two years newer than mine. Yeah.
0: yeah. I have the K55, and the only reason I stopped using it and I went and bought this this Lenovo was because the keyboard was going out. Because I, I use it every day, I, and I'm 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 one of those that I I can't just lightly tap. I'm like boom 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 boom. I'm I hit the keyboards real hard. I I don't know what it is. I can't get out of that.
1: My my A yeah. my A and shift. Yeah, my A and my shift key. <laughs> Um, this they're all backlit keys. So I have this big white spot that shines through on the A yeah. because it's all completely gone. But A, you know, with all the games and stuff, your A and shift and all those over there are pretty rugged.
0: Before we get to Sean's big project, I wanted to ask Amanda if she has had a chance to experience what I think is one of the creepiest things I heard this past week because it is kind of, I don't know, it's different. So Microsoft Teams, which uh, you, you like using Teams, you know, we do do Skype and i got to find a way at some point, I'm going to switch to Teams, but um, they have a new mode called Together Mode. Have you guys heard about this yet? No. No? Okay. So what it does is imagine, you know, imagine we all say, all right, we're going to use this background, right? And I think I'm close to what it, how it works. So you get on Microsoft Teams and instead of, you know, you might have a Zoom background behind you, uh, you know, uh, Broadway might have a background which makes it look like he's got boxes and books behind him uh, and a big flag behind uh, b- Amanda. Instead, we're all in the same background. And then it gets projected into a room which makes it look like we're all sitting together in that room. And we're not. It's all done through AI. And uh, it's called the Together Mode. Have you had a chance to play around this with this yet, uh, Amanda?
2: I have. I just got the update today on my work laptop and my other laptop, like I said, it's on the way. So um, I'm hoping by next week I can. But the cool thing about it is not only is your background the same, because you know when like we're in different windows and like everybody has a different view and you want to try to do the Brady Bunch thing, but everybody's yeah. different view. You actually have the same view together. So if, I, if you're sitting next to me, I can poke you and everybody will see me poking you. Oh, wow. Or if I want to turn to somebody and whisper, you're actually seeing the same screen together. It's kind of cool.
3: Oh, but yeah, pretty it's, neat.
2: it's supposed to be like everybody has their own space and it almost looks like an amphitheater, like a college class kind of thing. So it's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of cool. I like it.
0: I don't know. Uh, but so uh, Broadway, you're, you're shaking your heads like you've used it.
2: You've seen it.
1: Well, yeah, we got to use it this last week with my wife's uh, customer in California. They have Office 365 oh. with teams. You literally are side by side everything's everything is immersive makes you really think like okay wait what, what is behind you really are stressing about what's behind you because you're seeing what's behind you and it's not really what's behind you
2: yeah don't put spiders back there
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I tell does that mean though that there's gonna be a market for people who could create virtual sets where oh, yeah. like yeah suddenly you're gonna be like okay. okay we need a set to make it look like we're okay. on a TV set or you know cabin Can or be a old- night rider or like, like yeah.
2: Like a kit in the background. Like kit yeah, Car? Have lo-
1: you can load anything that you can load, you can load any kind of image and or gif and or live animated shot. Or oh, or okay. if you have a live feed, you can input that live feed through as long as you have somebody one of the team members being the input for that.
0: So I can I see e- it I can see it set now. Set. Somebody somebody creating virtual sets now. And being able to do that if they have the technology behind them. That would be actually pretty well,
2: cool. It wouldn't surprise me if Microsoft's not already working on it, to be honest.
0: To sell packages that would go with yeah, it? Yeah,
2: or, or to have something in there like that's extra, you know? Because we've gotten a few new ones on the education side too.
0: Sean <laughs> me sent me some pictures the other day of his dilemma. Uh, I don't know, dilemma project. How have you called a it? dilemma?
3: So a friend of mine had an uncle that passed away probably six months ago now. And he was a technician that hoarded computers. When he passed away, his family said, Hey, JR, you're good with computers. Have all of this stuff. And when I'm talking have all this stuff, I'm talking 15 laptops, between 15 to 20 towers, boxes of components, monitors, boxes of hard drives, boxes of parts. It was crazy. So we've whittled it down. His wife finally got fed up and said, You got to get rid of it. You got to pare it down. So I told him I'd help him out. I've adopted about nine towers worth of computer parts. Oh, wow. And he has tasked me with shred it down to what's worth anything. Build me at least two functioning gaming, gaming PCs that he was, is selling to his coworkers.
0: Oh, that could be kind of hard, can it?
3: No, because there's some new stuff, but there's some really old stuff too, <laughs> right? There are a couple tall towers that are probably three and a half feet tall. Oh, that man, have the, that that have the extended motherboards with two processors, eight RAM slots, five or six IDE raid slots, PCI. It's crazy. So I've got some pretty cool stuff to go through, but I have actually built out one full gaming rig already. That's got a, an AMD. I don't remember what spec it is. The motherboard's from 2012. It's an eight-core AMD. It's got 16 gig of RAM. It's got a 1070 in it, mm. a terabyte solid-state, terabyte spinny drive, and it's ready to go. I He bought a copy of Windows. It's running clean. So I've got one functioning machine. But there are some old computers in there, and I don't know what I'm going to do with everything.
0: <laughs> I have a hard time throwing that stuff away. Like
3: I, I so, so do I, but... Yeah. I've got too much now.
0: Oh no! Yeah, yeah. But,
3: you never have
1: too much. On, I'm sitting on <laughs> right. a bunch of servers that I can't do anything with. That I'm frustrated with because if I plug them in, my electric bill is going to go through the roof. <laughs> but I literally have a server that's less than five years old out there. That's a Lenovo 2U. I have six 2U super micro servers. Right. Which are dual Xeon, 128
0: gig. Is it running 2010? Which Which OS is? No,
1: well, these are all. These are all. Uh, they were all running. One of them's running Small Business Server 2003. Another one's running Small Business Server 2006. Right. Nine or the ones for each year of the. So I think there's like three different models out there. A 2010, 12, and, and a three model. Uh, which I, and I think one, or two of them are running Ubuntu
0: or. Oh, cool, uh, cool. Uh, Debian. Debian. Yeah,
1: Ubuntu. yeah. Well, yes, yeah, Ubuntu, I believe. So I've turned them on before. They all function, but I just can't afford to run them. And realistically, it's overkill. I mean, I could run a thousand virtual machines on each one of those. So I've, my wife is like, you just got to get rid of this stuff. This is, I'm like, babe, those are from your customers. I mean, I'm just, you know, when they tell you to get rid of it, I look at it. I'm like, that's worth, that's got some value. I don't, I can't, I'm a hoarder. I'm, I mean, I don't,
2: I have a, I have a shoebox. Shoe together. Of, I
1: have a shoebox of memory. You understand a shoebox of a, a whole shoebox that's full of memory chips. Uh-huh. I have a box of CPUs without the coolers, a shoebox full.
3: Yeah, so That's why I that's why I built a Christmas wreath out of old RAM and processors. Yes. Because but- what else am I going to do with it?
0: We have got to find out a little bit about this photo and the series of photos that were taken this past week. Uh Neo wise is the name of the comet and oh, yeah. uh, Sean got out there and not only did you get a great picture of the comet, but I don't know how you did it. You got a picture of the comet and you got a picture of the space station flying oh, over yes, as well. Yes. Now was that so, photoshopped or did you, were you able no, to, no, catch- no, no,
3: no, 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 no. So I was up for, fortunately I was up in Northern Michigan this past weekend um, and I knew the comet was going to be out. I, if you know me or if you follow me on social media, I love space. Yeah. I love doing astrophotography. I've got friends that do it. and But religiously, I will track the space station. And if it's overhead, I will go out and I'll take pictures of it. I've been doing it for six years now probably. And I've got thousands of images of the space station. So when the chance came to catch Neowise, right? Neowise is a comet. That was found that was found found, they hadn't seen it in March of 2020. So in March, this comet was found by a wide field explorer in Caltech from Caltech, Neo Wise, is the imager that found it. So they said it's gonna be available, it's gonna be visible from this time to this time. And it's been like the last week, it's been visible. It's visible in the morning and it's visible at night when the sun before the sun comes up and before the sun sets. Now you can see it with the naked eye. Yeah. Which is really cool that's really rare the last comet you could see with the naked eye was Hail Bob. oh wow that was
0: quite some time ago
3: yeah, yeah. so this is the brightest comet since Hail Bob and we're not gonna see this again for six thousand years it's yeah not in any <laughs> of our lifetimes <laughs> no I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna wait
0: around I'm gonna see
3: if you go to my Facebook page we were in Northern Michigan you and I, I I knew I wanted to go and shoot it so I, I just anticipated. Okay, we're busy Saturday night, so I'm going to get up really, really early and drive to the Mackinac Bridge, which is the bridge that spans between the Lower Uh, Peninsula and the Northern uh, Peninsula of Michigan. So I got up at 2.30 a.m. Sunday morning, drove the half an hour to the bridge, and I, I no sooner parked the car, and the app that I use, Sky Guide, to track all this stuff, pinged off and said, Space Station peaks in five minutes. Oh wow. And I had no, I had no intention. I didn't know the space station was going over. And I was mad that I didn't know because I would have gotten there ahead of time. So I look at, it at my phone and I'm like, five minutes, and I just I scrambled. I got my gear, I clambered all my gear together, and I, I ran <laughs> as fast as I could down to the edge of the water by the bridge. And there it is. I can see it the space station going over. So if you haven't seen the space station, it looks like a satellite, but it's going really, really fast. Yeah. Right. So I scrambled, got my tripod, got my camera set up, and took two pictures. That's all I got. Had time for was two pictures. And it's they're 25 seconds ex- second exposures. So the distance the space station travels is that line that goes across the top of the image. That's the space station traveling. But there was also the comet. I had seen other people had taught were talking about it on the blogs and the the websites that I follow and stuff, but I didn't think that I was going to get an opportunity based on where I was, my availability and stuff like that. And it just was it just happened to be as soon as I parked. And I scrambled and I just, I was like, freaking out. It's like, oh my God, am I going to get the right settings? Am I going to get the right timing? Is my is it going to be in focus? Is it white balance? Like all this stuff. And I just did two pictures, two images.
0: Now, what, what camera did you shoot that with? Can you tell us?
3: It was not the camera I was originally going to use, but it was the camera that I had my tripod mount already on. So it was a Sony a7, a7S, mm-hmm. Sony a7S. It's a mirrorless DSLR that I bought, but it's not my primary shooter. It's a camera that I bought for doing some other some other video stuff, but like I said, it just happened to be the camera that had a battery in it, fully charged, ready to go, and I just had to use it. So I shot those two images, took a breather for a minute, and then shot some more around the bridge, the east side of the bridge, the west side of the bridge. Uh, shot some more with the Sony, but then went back to my main shooter, which is a D, uh, Nikon D7000, which I had two lenses for. I have a, a um, an 18 to 105. And then I have a, an 18 millimeter prime. so I there's some of the really wide ones are from the 18 millimeter. Um, but it was an incredible experience. I did not expect to get what I got based on the way the weather was, how low in the horizon it was. just kind of there were so many factors that had to go right for me to get those images. and it was perfect.
0: Wow, amazing shots. Now oh, oh, and then yeah
3: this this morning, so that was Sunday morning. I got up at 2 30 drove home we Caitlin and I drove home this morning I got up again at 2 30 and because I have some access at Notre Dame where I can get on top of buildings and get to where we have fiber at fiber connectivity I went out again this morning and shot it on the campus of Notre Dame everything had to go right for it to work and it was just enough clear it was so clear out today it was it was incredible but like I said for those of you who know me astrophotography is is my, I love it so much. It's what I love doing. So this was a big win for me this weekend.
0: And nobody will be able to get this picture for another 6,000 years. If you think about that, that's quite a get.
3: What is the length
0: of time it takes for the comet to move? Is it very slow moving?
3: It's visible to the naked eye only when it's dark enough. Because clearly if you could see it without the sun being up, you'd be able to see it. We weren't able to see it at night just because it's, because of the timing and the, the daylight. It was still too bright before it actually went below the horizon. So seeing it in the morning was definitely the right choice. Rather than trying to go see it at night,
1: I think he needs to take his photos off Facebook. Just go ahead and put them on our webpage, so that way, that at least right. those that finally hear this, yeah, will can get I,
3: to see it because it truly really is a I, beautiful. Yeah, picture. so I will send They're you the amazing. Google Drive link, and you can you can put those on the website. If cool, you want. I would love to do. Our
0: listeners, I think, would love yeah. to check that out.
3: Yeah, yeah right. I would. Yeah, and if anybody wants to know the stats behind it, what what lenses I use, the exposure values, ISO, you know, aperture, all that stuff, I'm more than happy to talk about that because I'm a huge camera geek. Yes, you are. You so. Stop
1: now because none of us are. I'm like, I have no clue I'm what like, you're wait, talking about. Great like, photos. I, yeah,
2: it's like, good job, guys.
0: For a website of the week, uh we <laughs> want to mention this. You mentioned it in the last uh, segment. uh Sky Guide, uh, Sean, you love this
3: app. If you're a, a photographer that is interested in astrophotography, or if you do astrophotography, this is probably one of the top. Five apps that I would recommend to you. It's called Sky Guide. But what's so great about it is I can track comets. It'll track the space station. It'll track space junk. I mean, even the other night when I was shooting the space station and the, the comet, I saw rocket debris go by, and I could look up and I go, "Oh, that's from a a Soyuz rocket that's left over from 2018 or whatever." It'll tell you when the Dragon capsules that they left up there will go over. It it it's just it's an amazing app and what's so great about it is you can do future time if i want to know where the comet is going to be at 4 a.m tomorrow morning i can just go tomorrow at 4 a.m punch up the comet and it's going to show me right in the sky where it's going to be and then i can fast forward or rewind so i can see where it's going to be at certain times so i can line up my shots so i can go somewhere and i can see it and i can go oh it's going to be if i wait an hour it's going to be right where i want it instead of behind the building or things like that.
0: Now the app, uh, there's two versions. It looks like there's a sky guide and a sky view light Uh, sky guide sells for on the uh, app store for two 99. Is it worth it?
3: Worth 100% worth it. All right. Sky guide light doesn't give, doesn't allow you to do some of the time functionality. It doesn't allow you to say favorites. doesn't allow you to do that kind of stuff. But even if you're just interested, interested in constellations and want to, you're looking up at the night sky and you go, oh, where's the North Star or where's the Big Dipper or where's Orion's?" What
0: about the space station? You want to check ISS? Will
3: it yeah, do so the same thing? I have it I have it set as a favorite. I can go to it and it'll show me right now where it is. If I punch it up. Oh, wow. That's and I cool. Go, and I go to search for favorites space station. It is currently directly below me.
0: Oh, that is so cool.
2: That's awesome.
3: It tells you when it's. it shows you. When it's visible, it's only visible for a certain section of the sky, right? Because it's so high up in the atmosphere that it only reflects the sun for a certain time before it falls back into the earth's shadow. So it only transits for a period of time. Mm-hmm. So it'll tell you it's going to be visible from this time to this time. And it's usually about two to three minutes of time that it's completely visible before it loses the reflection of the sun.
0: I like it. Sky Guide, again, two ninety nine dollars uh, is what the cost is. And then there's some in-app purchases. But if you recommend that one? That's the one oh, I get. Oh, yeah. 100%. All right, that's it for this week's Tech Talk Radio. Amanda Broadway, Sean, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be talking more tech next week. If you have a question, feel free to give us uh, drop us a line at techguys at techtalkradio.com. and be sure to check out our website for the photo, the blog, uh, as well as our Facebook page for the photos that Sean took of that magnificent comment. Really, just a great photo. Awesome.
2: Awesome, film.
0: Yeah, that's it for this week's Tech Talk Radio. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Sean DeWeard.
1: I'm Broadway.
2: And I'm Amanda.
0: We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening.